Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of Level Up Cleveland. And this week, we bring you Mr. James Fedor, the Duke. What's happening, everybody? What's happening? What's up? From Rockstar Radio. That's right. You are Rockstar Radio, basically. You're building it up, but basically, this is your baby. Um, you, you This was your idea. You've always kind of wanted to do something like this. Years and years of DJing and being in bands and uh, dealing with all that stuff and just a genuine love for music, period. So, you know, it's... It's something that was created, we'll say, in the late 80s with my buddy, Chris, who is now the Viking on the station, and he lives in San Diego. All right, so before we get any farther, let's just explain what Rockstar Radio actually is. You have created an app. Yes. Literally, that goes on your telephone, and everything's played through there. The only thing on this app is your radio station. Once it's downloaded, all you'll see is that play button basically. And all you do is hit that and that's you're in, you're in, you're listening. Yeah. And it's live. It's, it's, it's happening right now. Now, maybe what you're hearing isn't necessarily a live DJ or live music, but you're, you're hearing what's played through the radio station live right now. It could be a replay of an old show or something, but that's what it is. Correct. Yeah. You know, and it's like I tell people, it's not just a playlist. You know, a lot of people put playlists out there, which is cool. I'm not knocking that. Anything that gets people's music out there is awesome. I'm all about that. But it's actually something more to where we do make jingles for the station. And we do, you know, I have certain artists on there that have made something about, hey, this is, you're listening to, check out my new, and then I'll add that to their song or a number of their songs. Um, but, yeah, it's just <clears throat> internet radio at its best. I mean, the thing I that makes it, the thing that makes stuff like yours thing special, I'll tell you what I think it is, is that if you're into music, especially if you're into things that, you know, that not necessarily the mainstream, you're looking for new stuff all the time. You're someone like that. You like the local scene or whatever like that, but you got a job, you got things going on in your life. You're, you're raising kids, whatever. You don't have time to go out and find out what's new, who's out there, whatever. The, the good thing about this is that's what we do. Yes. We that's that we do that. We do what we find out. We talk to all the bands. We know all the bands. They're either in here or you're talking to them constantly. They're always talking to you. I, I, I see all the texts and all the emails and all the stuff we get from the radio station. There's constantly people sending us music. So you're the fingers on the pulse through the radio station. So people can just tune in and find out what's going on without that that is their research. Absolutely. The research is all in that app. And then now they know who to listen to, where the concerts are. You got all kinds of different information that it's offering. It's all right there. And, you know, speaking on the new music, I do a uh, segment now that it's, we'll not say it's live, and it's not a, it, it's basically a playlist, but it's in the station on a rotation itself in this time. It's basically from noon to 420 every day. New music meltdown, and it's just all new indie bands. Because, yeah, I, I get so much music that comes in, and I listen to it. And uh, it's nice when they send it in, in in an MP3, of course, because that makes it easier for us to, you know, it's uniformed for the station. Yeah, right. Whether I jump it through some hoops to make it happen. But, you know, putting that all in, and you're going to hear probably most of what you hear is you've never heard before, unless you listen to the station all the time. Yeah. You've got to become... Favorites. I have a lot of new favorite bands. It's crazy because I was stuck on the new music sucks thing. I hate to say that, 
but I was stuck on that forever. Loved all of my old music, you know, but now I just, all this new music, it's just, I want more and continue to want more and keep reaching out. And like you said, people send us stuff in and just keep bringing it in and adding it to that. And uh, it's, it's, pretty, it's pretty awesome to, well, yeah, even though even though you're not catering exclusively to the local scene, it is a great tool for the local scene because you're willing to basically say, we'll play whatever. If it's good music, you know, like that's the, that's the thing that I try to say. You know, if you send in if you send it in, you have a really good chance of us playing it. Yes. As long as it's not total absolute garbage, something like that, whereas, you know, like like almost like you're taking you got to wonder if these people are even serious type stuff. And there's music out there that's something like that. But if it's not like that, it's going to get played. It's going to be on. It's going to go on. It's going to be played. So send the music in and listen to the show. You know, the only thing about an app is, like, I think, that, you know, you actually have to turn the app on. Sure. And sometimes music through the radio, the phone, isn't the ideal way to listen to music. So you need a Bluetooth a lot of time, speaker with the phone and the app and everything to really get the full effect of everything. Sure. But it's still not that difficult. No, okay? You're on your phone, your, considering you're on your phone all the fucking time. In your car, yeah. In your car, at your job, maybe you have your Bluetooth speaker or whatever. Yeah. Or you're at the gym working out or, you know, you're at home washing dishes. I mean, you can tell your Google... Or Alexa, if you downloaded the app, of course, and it'll play it right there on your counter or down. Like, I have six different Googles in my house, so I can basically have Rockstar Radio played on any one of those oh, yeah. just by it, telling it to play it. So, yeah, I mean, it's you have to turn it on. You have to want to listen to it. Yeah. But, you know, that everything's kind of everything to an extent is that way, period. It's just that there's things that are easier than others, and I think that's what the, you know. Getting people to, 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 just go to the app, man. You know what I mean? I don't know where else you're going to get some of this stuff. Where else are you going to get this stuff at? You know, you're you have to go to a place like this. Yeah, basically, basic people that are doing the same thing or almost the same thing. Just like I said, a lot of people are doing similar playlists. Yeah. They'll put a playlist with a bunch of artists on Spotify, whatever. Yeah. And then you tune in and... You hear their play, their playlist. Yeah. But they're not set up like we are as a radio station with all the things that come along with that. Yeah, it's, that's true. It's just listening to that and, you know, like the cool things that you can add here and there. Just like the weekend concert update. Yeah, and right. You get Delgado in there and stuff like that. And he's cool. I mean, he does a good little spot. We got started on our show here. And, um, yeah, he's gone on to do... You know, ZM's doing pretty good. I mean, he's gone on and I love what he does. He's and reading his reviews, he he's he's pretty amazing. His, yeah, he's great. He's, so I said he's like, I'm not a musician. I'm like, yeah, your 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 skills right there with that pen. Just pen a pen. different it's a different form of art that's that's required. You know, like we said, I was talking to you on the phone and you're like, This dude goes to all these shows and he's there taking notes and you know, he's it's you know, he's dedicated to that shit. Well and with you're saying with art. I've told other people that do stuff on the show uh, or on the station that it is an expression of your art. You know, go out there and push what you're doing and have fun with it. Because at the end of the day, we need to be having fun doing this. Oh, uh, yeah. You know, which, of course, I love it. I have fun. It is fun. It's, I mean, the wake up the way I do every day, it's fantastic. Yeah. You know, and of course, I'm playing a lot of my favorites. What are you going to do? That's kind of what you do. When I said, now with throwing new music in there all the time, 
I got a lot of new favorite bands that I play all the time. And uh, we just were in one of their rooms down the hall checking them out. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, you, you, you were just saying, though, that, oh, Bittersweet Revenge? Oh, yeah, they kick ass. Yeah. Yeah, they're right down the hall from us. Um, and they, and they, yeah, that, that's, that's the thing though. Like what we're seeing is, is like, you know, these bands have put out a new album or whatever. They're able to promote it through this radio station and stuff. And there's other stuff out there. I get that. You know what I mean? But I think that this is, this has the opportunity to really be different. You have a lot of people that are in the station that have their finger on the pulse and do a good job. We're involved in other stuff. You have Pat and I who do this show and stuff like that. We have a revolving door of bands that come through here constantly. we we stay in touch with these bands, you know, and, and, you know, it's not that hard to get these guys to even call up on the radio show where you can actually, I can talk to them right there on the show and, you know, you can get their perspective about what's going on, find out they got something that's just been released. You can hear them actually tell the story. It's a lot going on that you can create with this. Plus you're bringing other people on board with you that you feel like could help enhance the station. Yeah. You know, I, you know, I want people to do things that they love, just like photos by dregs. Um, it's like, hey, you love the music. You love the scene. You love what you do. ZM, he loves what he does. He's out there. It's not something that you have to push them to do. They're doing it for the love of what they're doing. Yeah. You know. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. it's great to have people in, and especially from our scene. Because, yeah, I definitely want to push our scene because the Cleveland metal scene is on fire. I mean... Anytime I go to a show, I get new new favorite bands. It's crazy. Yeah, Whatever, you know, you know, you wouldn't think so, but yeah. I mean, just all these bands and uh, just adding people that love what they do that can be part of what we're building here to you know bring this to people. Yeah, you know, because it's awesome. And like you said, you don't know where do you find it. No, where you do don't you find it if you have no idea, and you're like, but well, as I said. Tune in. You're going to hear some bands you've never heard before. Yeah. And, of course, you got to, like you said, weed through some of the stuff. Because if you got a guy that sounds like it's him and his guitar and the keyboard back there and whatever, and it's not a polished song, you're probably not going to go Yeah, right. We're, so, we're talking about, <laughs> but still, most of them, 99% of them are going to make it. So let me ask you this. So I was just talking about earlier about the fact that you've kind of like you have a whole career in music that doesn't really have nothing to do with the radio station. You were in bands. You actually DJed, which, you know, is kind of relative to what radio is. That is my style now. a little different, though. The whole DJ thing could be a lot different than what's going on in the radio. How do you start off? Um, my brother and I, we started off when we were 19, and uh, we started off with a home stereo receiver, a couple home speakers, uh, mixing board and two CD players. And we'd go out and we'd jam out. And there was a bar called uh, The Hilltop. Okay, it was like this huge old hotel. that had a huge bar out front. And uh, our name at that time was DJ Dick and Curly Pube. It was, you know, just like my name now. It's all for a good laugh. You know, you, you put something crazy out there. People love that stuff. So, you know, his nickname is Dick. So I'm like, and I came up with the name, you know, and I'm like, they're like, why do you want to be Curly Pew? I'm like, well, what does it matter? It's fun. People laugh. And if, if people don't like it, well, too bad for them. Yeah, also, right. So I'm like, who cares, you know? So, yeah, DJ Dick and Curly Pube, uh, we played out Fridays and Saturday nights for several years. And uh, after that, uh, basically, we did a jam night for five years, every Saturday night. And I still, ha I recorded every one of those. 
I have all those recordings. It's fun to listen to. And that was basically a drunken jamboree. uh, It was just a bunch of friends getting together and jamming out and having a good time. But, you know, and that that there uh, transformed into doing band stuff. Because, you know, with DJing all the time, we did karaoke. So him and I would always sing. So the first band we were actually in was We Were the Singers, you know, and uh, which was fun, of course. But, you know. What kind of singing? Um, Can you sing, sing? Yeah, he, uh, well, I would say so, you know. (laughs) But he would make fun of me because all I would, all I could sing, according to him, was Ozzy. I loved singing Black Sabbath and Metallica and stuff like that. That was my your, my your wheelhouse? Yeah. And, you know, he'd be singing Rocksteady or something like that, you know, some cool stuff. But uh, So this was all covers, basically? Yeah, cover band stuff. It was all cover bands. Well, really, <clears throat> and that being a cover band, from when I was, one of my earliest memories is we had a 100-acre farm. And my uncle's band, uh, Forceful Entry, uh, they would play out in the field. They would set up. And they'd play up, and I would be, you know, just a little kid out there and seeing these big parties. And in that 100 acres, they'd have huge parties up back. So, like, my family out in Twinsburg were known for these huge parties that they had back in the day. And uh, with that band Forceful Entry, you know, Chris, Chrissy from Alethea, yeah. she, uh, that's where I followed her from, from the mid-'90s. And uh, I loved her. Even back then, I had a bit of a crush on her because, you know, she was just a few years older than me, and she's out there singing and doing her D.O. and stuff and rock candy and, you know, just following this. And they did a lot of Sabbath. I think my love for Sabbath came from watching them. So my uncle always made fun of us saying that we were a tribute band to his (laughs) band. (laughs) But, you know. That's cool. Everybody does the same stuff just about anyways, you know, but. So that was your, that's when you met Chrissy from, from Alathea. Yes. Because I know you guys were friends. Yeah, we've been friends for a long I've, I've, I've been friends with her and her husband, Ron, for a long, long time. I think probably the first time I heard War Pigs that I actually seen it live was Ron singing it. No kidding. Yeah. Well, what were you into music-wise before that? Well, in the 80s, we, me and my brother would go to sleep. Back then, uh, we would listen to, like, Ride the Lightning and Master of Puppets, put the tape in, Play side A, side B. That's what I was into. I, I love that. And, and honestly, I think 91, Metallica's Black Album was released on my birthday, and I was a huge fan of them. So that was like a gift to me. I'm like... Yeah, like they yeah. did it for you. Yeah, well, I mean, yeah. <laughs> I you know, know, I'm like, hey, my, uh, that's how cool is that, though? They, you're one of your favorite bands released yeah. the newest album. Yeah, it's like a present, right? I mean, it's, oh, like, yeah. Yeah, it's like a present so, you weren't expecting. But yeah, and <clears throat> anything other than that, though, I really... Love Guns N' Roses and stuff like that. You're so you were listening to that stuff early on, and then now you get out into the scene. But you were, but here's the thing I'm saying. You said you really didn't listen to, like, Sabbath, War Pigs and stuff until Olathea, but you were into Metallica before Sabbath? Yes. No shit. Yep. Isn't that backwards? You would kind of think, but, I mean, my brother, he... I Honestly, as far as music, we had, like, a Quiet Riot record and... Uh, ACDC record. We had listened to that stuff. And my brother came along. He's my stepbrother. And he had all these cassette singles and everything from the Metallica. And that's when we started. He, like, he had so many. And then his dad became, like, a holy roller dude and took him out back and, like, 
burned all of his stuff. Oh. You know, the, the the famous squirt and the lighter fluid on it and watching all your stuff burn up. Yeah, that happened to him with all of the coolest stuff you could imagine. But, uh, wow. Yeah, he turned me on to that. And, you know, from there, I mean, you I think at that time, it was probably about 80, 87, we had the first four albums. The first four Metallica albums, yeah, Justice it, being yeah. the fourth one. Yeah, and so you had so much to just to listen to. And, you know, I, I wasn't into the Megadeth or anything like that, probably because I just, you know, Metallica, and they were there. It was one were, of the others. It kind of sort of was. Kind of one yeah. of those things. And, uh, yeah, so that. All right. That. We're going to take a quick break. That was our first one. All right. When we come back, we'll talk a little bit more with Mr. James Feeder. You're listening to Level Up Cleveland. What's going on, Level Up listeners? Signal Flow Studios is a Cleveland recording studio founded in 2013, located in the steel yard just down the hall from Brian and Pat at Level Up Cleveland. At Signal Flow, we pride ourselves in offering top quality audio and a great recording experience to artists here in town and from across the country. But what makes us unique at Signal Flow is our undivided attention to the people who keep us going. That's you, the artists. So come on in and let us make your music our top priority. You can book online at www.signalflowstudio.com or give us a call at 216-920-2075. We'll see you soon. And we are back with Mr. James Fedor. I call him Boss Fedor. He's the main, I, I, I want to say the owner, but it just doesn't seem right. This is, I mean, is that what it would be? Yeah, the creator. The, the creator of Rockstar Radio. And, it, you know, you got to get it. All you got to do is go on your phone, download the app. It's an app. Everybody knows how to download an app now. Everybody has gotten pretty good with their phones. You get the app, preferably Bluetooth speaker. I prefer I have my own Bluetooth at home that I play it through, and it comes out, and it, it's great, man. I love it. I love it, listening it. It is so. great sound quality. Yeah, it is. It's a really – you do a great job with it, man. You've done a lot of cool things with it. All right, let's get back into your story. I want to – because I want to get – because – so you – when you were playing in bands, what was your primary? What were you doing? Was I your was mission? always a singer. Okay, so you were and due due to four wheeler accidents as a young man, and like scars here, I never really played instruments. I played a violin when I was like ten. You know that that was it, and uh, <clears throat> I always sang. And uh, I was actually in the Green Jello band for a while. Which, really? Yeah, which was a fun time. Uh, I only did three gigs. When they were in a mini tour around here, and you know, because being I, I've been married for thirty years, and uh, we have four sons, so family always takes precedence over anything. And as the the bands came back around, we didn't do a lot, but during that time, uh, like the second show, you know, being a rock star and signing autographs, we were hanging out in the in the green room, and somebody brought some moonshine. <laughs> <laughs> and my buddy Jason, he's like, he's like, don't, don't, don't do that. Take it easy, man. I'm like, ah, it's only a couple. Well, I totally missed that show. And I really only had two shots of that and a couple of drinks. And I spent the rest of the time out laying under uh, my buddy's trailblazer. Oh. It was <laughs> And actually, Tommy Church from Mushroom Head uh, filled in for me that night. But I was just another guy up on stage singing and stuff or whatever. And we were essentially the backing band and and actually that band was my band end of my days which was the tribute band for forceful entry (laughs) so this all kind of ties everything's kind of like yeah it was that was our band and um we did a show that was that show was in the middle of pa 
and uh, at the After Dark, which that that was pretty. That was a pretty cool show. That one. Um, being and this is. Are, and, are you are you in the band Green Jello at this time? Is that what you're I saying? I was in the grand the band Green Jello at that time. Okay. Yes. And uh, but Bill was a cool guy. I mean, he's the only guy. You know, I don't know if you guys know how he does that stuff. You know, he calls around to certain areas and certain backing bands. They'll maybe they'll open up the show. And then they'll finish the show, and everybody dresses up in their costumes. The Little Pig song is is Green Jello or Green Jelly, as they actually had to change their name, didn't they? Actually, because yes, it wasn't it had to do well. With it's spelled like Green Jelly, but it's got the two dots over the Y, which in some foreign country sounds like an O. Oh, so it's still I see. Green Jello. Oh, it's I spelled see. Spelled differently. I see. Yeah. I see. I so, get you. Uh, but yeah, that that stuff was fun too. But yeah, just. Doing that, and, and honestly, I went full circle with uh, Forceful Entry from growing up as a little kid watching them, and I was the last singer of the band. Oh. Which, he died of COVID in 2020. Which, really? Yeah. It was, you know, he was an older dude and kind of, you know, not the healthiest guy, we'll say, and, you know, that's kind of what right. it targeted, really, so... Yeah. Which was, which is now why on Fridays I do a forceful entry Friday show. Oh, it's, I it's see. It's a tribute basically to stuff that would have been found on setless, or possibly a band. Say I'm playing a deep deep purple song, but you know they didn't play that song, but that's okay. It's still the bands, so it's kind of a classic metal, and they did because they were around for 40 years, so they had a huge arsenal of songs that they'd play, but. You know, some of my favorites from the 90s, a lot of grunge-type stuff, and, you know, but, yeah, that's that's one of my shows. I mean, every every day it's a different topic. Yeah, I was just going to say, you do, like, a different theme every every day. What are they? Monday, Monday metal? Monday's Heavy Metal Monday, and then uh, I do a two-hit Tuesday, which, of course, is two songs. Uh, fucking Wednesday, which, but it's, like, basically hump day show, but... I also say I'll play whatever the fuck I want today, you know, one of those type of things. But I try, I try to keep it like a sexually oriented. Yeah, you call it, you call it fucking Wednesday. It's fucking Wednesday. Yeah, yeah. so it's like yeah, and so you're, and, and that's what it's about. It's about there's songs that are metal. Like you're not gonna have no love songs really, but you got sexual songs and stuff like yes, that. more more sexual songs than yeah. anything else. And right. I, sometimes my mom tunes in for that one. I love you, mom. Um, uh, but you know, hey, it's that's good. And then uh, Thursday, Smoke and Mirrors, which, of course, everybody loves covers, right? Yeah. The coolest band. Everybody talks about Motorhead. Anything Motorhead's done, a cover of is just awesome. Which, I can agree, they're they're awesome. But I just do research and find covers so that I can play them on there, and uh, I have a lot of fun with that too. And then, of course, said the uh, the Friday is the forceful Friday. And ironically, the covers thing is smoke and mirrors and pat and i were in a band called smoke and mirrors in 2008 2007 2008 somewhere in there nine maybe i I don't know how long it lasted but we did that for a few years yeah that was smoke and mirrors that's why when you said he was like i thought i was gonna hear smoke and mirrors (laughs) pat just uncovered one of our old demos oh yeah We were laughing listening to You got to play that on the show? Yeah, I'm going to. I'll play. I will. I'll pull it out. I actually, you know, what's funny is nobody knows this, but I've already played a couple of my songs. Really? Yeah, I just don't let anybody know they were my songs. I just play them and I just see what happens. And just I'll do that a few more times because, you know, Pat and I have got tons of music. Sure. I don't know. I couldn't even tell you the number of songs that we have already demoed and everything. I mean, some a lot of them are done. A lot of them are demoed. Um, and a lot of them are just ideas and stuff, but we got, I don't know, 50 something, maybe, I don't know, a lot. And, um, before that I was in another band that we recorded an album 
And so, like, the Foul Taste of Freedom by, uh, I played that Foul Taste of Freedom. It was Foul Taste of Freedom. It was a propane song. And uh, I was in a band called um, Brain Dead Maggots. And I played it. And I, I also played a, uh, what else? What did I play by Perkalizer? Um Computer Hell. Oh, yeah, Computer Hell. So I, I, I played <laughs> I've played, I've played, I've played my music, you know, but I don't, I don't, I, but this one here, it sounds just like me <laughs> when I'm listening to it. Everybody's going to be like, it's fade to black. So everybody's going to be like, well, yeah, man, that's, that's you, dude. Um, I used to do fade to black. Yeah. Well, I, you probably did it better to me, but you never know. But I, I'm just saying, actually, this sounds better than I thought it did. I, I didn't remember. I was like, oh, it really ain't that bad. I mean, um, but yeah, it's just funny. You know, it's cool. You do when you were saying you recorded all your shows and you have them still and everything. And you know, like, God, man, there's so many things that I've thrown out, lost, and you know, pay him the same thing. You know, like you have all this stuff. It's like your, it's your history. It's like a part of you, and you know, you have it somewhere. Or you remember you had something, and it's so great to have them treasures, man. It's your past. It's like it, it, it literally. You'll play something like that, like when he when he sent that to me, and I'm like, holy shit, he found this thing. It's man. fun to listen to that. Yeah, stuff. And, and you're like, man, dude, it's like a chunk of that that moment in time. It's it like, takes you right back to does. that moment. It like, does, dude. It really does, <laughs> man. And it's that, that's cool. And it's, uh, you know, like, I, I recommend to everybody out there right now that's starting off fucking around with this stuff or into music or whatever, record your life now. Like, you have all the technology now. You can pretty much, like, just record everything. Like, why not? Like, what's what, you know what I mean? Like, like it's cool, man, to look back on stuff. You know what it's I mean? Fun. It really my, is. You know, I take my GoPro all over the place. When I go to the local shows and stuff, I like to record the bands and I upload them onto the Rockstar Radio YouTube page. And uh, <clears throat> my kids, I I take the GoPro when I go to family functions too. And they're always like, oh, why do you got to do that? You know, the everything. But then guess what? When dad pulls them out, everybody's like, yeah, yeah. And they, Remember they that? love oh, it. That, they yeah. all love the video. And I'm like, yeah. I'm like, I know, I, I suck. I'm recording this, yeah, and it's, you know, but... Uh, Everybody loves to watch it. You guys it. are going to love it when I actually play it for you, and they do. I mean, obviously, I, I capture a lot of cool stuff. Just like you said, record everything that you can, really, because we have the technology, really, here in our pocket. Yeah. And, you know, our phones do such great video now. I mean, it's it's actually ridiculous. So, and that's and that's what's cool about the station, too, is that, you know, like when I'm doing a live broadcast on Thursday night, it's recording me also. And then I send that file to you and then you plug it into the station. And then that replays in that, you know, every 50 songs or something. How does it work exactly? 50 songs. So every that, that's not counting the jingles, which I have station jingles every, uh, every four songs, something will pop up, you know? Yeah. I, I, I've heard them all. I think I've heard every one of them. There's all you basically. This is Jimmy. <laughs> <laughs> There's one because that that was one of my originals. That's what I figured. That yeah. was a while ago. Yeah, but but you keep them all in there and they roll. You know, they <clears> roll. <throat> but they're all like station IDs and type of like stuff like that. Basically, is what it is. Stuff. Um. But anyway, so yeah. So, what do you think? What What do you think this is going to do from here on out? I mean, I, I like. There's got to be a, you know a. a it's got to grow, right? I mean, like, these people got to start tuning in. Can, do you see progress being made at all since you started this thing? Uh Within the past year, I mean, it's been slow and steady. I mean, it, not that it's been picking up a ton, but more people liking it and more people knowing, you know. It exists. Go, it's go, getting. 
yeah, when you go to the shows and people know you and you're talking to them and they're, you know, people are excited about it, you know, and of course the, all the new bands, they, they just love it. I mean, they oh, yeah. want, they, they're like, they're, they want to be on, what do we, what do we got to do for this? What do we got to do? And of course, I mean, my band shirt collection, it just continues to grow. <laughs> yeah, I got Because I'm not only supporting the artists when, with playing their music, but just like that, you know, they buy shirts, buy their whatever they're selling at their merch table and, you know, help them guys. I mean, I think at that last show I bought four shirts. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think? So what do you think about the, the, the local scene as far as um, <clears throat> people showing up? You think still a little little low? You think it could be, we, we could improve on the numbers that we're seeing right I now? I think they, there could definitely be a, an improvement, and but it, it is tough because – there's always so many shows every weekend going on and it's spread out. It's, it's kind of spread out and it just, you could throw a dart and see an awesome show. Yeah. Anywhere. In, in any direction. Yeah. There's just so many that, you know, there, and I miss a lot of shows that I want to see just because of having to do stuff, you know, no, normal stuff. And, uh, but let me ask you the question though. Like, do you think like a $10 cover charge, is that too much money? I and I got into an argument with a guy about that, and he's like, oh, it's, you know, people don't have a lot of money in this. And I'm like, what do you mean? I mean, 10 bucks. I said, you're a musician. You know what it, these guys go through, and especially if you have a number of bands, what's $10? Well, I, okay, here's my answer. If you're a music fan, to invest $10, that was one album for us. One to have eight songs to listen to cost ten dollars. You, you you don't does people understand that if you're gonna have a music love or if it's part of your hobby, you have to put money into your hobbies and you to enjoy these things. Nothing like everything can't just be for free all the time. Like no, you can't sure. expect bands to just go out and lug eight thousand pounds of equipment. And set it all up and play all night and then set tear it down, take it back for free, just for your free enjoyment. No. You can't expect that stuff. So no, ten dollars isn't ten dollars isn't enough, but just the problem is is no one will pay more. That's the problem. Yeah. I, of, I, I truly believe that. I really do. A lot of people have every excuse. Yeah, but not. I mean I, I just I just think that we need this scene needs to definitely get they need to. We need to start doing what we say. That's sure. what. That's what this this place needs. Showing the support for the for the bands. More, a lot more local bands here, man. This this scene's crazy, dude. When we had that concert that you went to at the Maple Grove, the Level Up concert series, the first one, dude. Dude, them bands were they blew our minds. We already knew Bittersweet. I mean, Bittersweet we'd seen numerous times and everything. We knew what they were capable of doing. Everything. That was my first time seeing them. Guys. Yeah, we knew they and were. They're, course, they're, like I said, we another new favorite band. <laughs> but that, but but Alethea, dude. Yeah, we were like, wow, holy shit, you know, like that. They're every bit as good as anybody, and and so they, they kill it. Yeah, they are so awesome. Man, and you're, just and, watching Joe on the drums back there. I mean, Terry is a beast, Dylan. I mean, like Dylan, you said, they're they're a great band, dude. super group. They are, awesome. they are a great band. She's like she's like the 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 queen of the local metal scene, female vocal. You know, like she's it. And and I mean, wow, like that was intense. Uh, I had uh, Adam there. He was uh, the photographer for the night, yeah. and uh, 
his woman was there with him, and she's like, man, her voice is amazing. She could cut or break glass yeah. like that because just how she sounds is ridiculous. It's awesome. Yeah, but my I think my thing basically the most, the point that I constantly try to make and the thing that I think about more than anything, it's like, it's it's value. So it's like the concerts that you got to go see today, mostly to see a good band anymore, you got to go to a festival. Like they all want to be in festivals now. Well, festivals are not fucking cheap. And they're and they can be a pain in the ass. That you gotta you gotta travel. You gotta freaking uh, you gotta put yourself up at a hotel. All these festivals, or you gotta camp, sleep in a mud puddle. Yeah, I mean, like (laughs) it's not easy to do this stuff, and it's gonna cost you, you know, two weeks' pay at the end of the day when you're all done with it. And 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 you go see that Alethea show at Maple Grove. You tell me, concert for concert, did you really have that much more fun seeing the other one? I'm telling you, no, you didn't. Like, no. like what Alethea put on that day, Bittersweet too. they all did. Same thing with Craig. They were all great. But what I got out of that night when I left there, dude, I felt pretty fucking good about that night. I had a really good feeling about me, and it cost me, well, would have if I didn't, we weren't putting it on. It would have cost us 15 bucks. It almost cost us a lot more than that. We got lucky. But 15, <laughs> but 15 bucks. Isn't much for what I saw, no. man. I, I left that place. We were both blown away. I mean, we, we were like, wow, man. What a fun night we had. I mean, it was a blast. Not to mention Maple Grove is just a fucking cool place. Nick Suma's the shit. It's a great bar. It's a great place to see bands. You know, that's a place to go. I graduated you know? from Maple in 92. I've been. Oh, so you're hip to it. I've man. been. Yeah, I've been going to the Maple Grove for a long, long time. Hell yeah. Well, that's that's a nice thing. See, and that and that's something that. Not every neighborhood has, like, you know what I mean? You got this bar, dude, in your neighborhood, basically, that's a killer place to go see live music. And Nick gets great. Well, Jeremy does now. Jeremy's really, in, and Jeremy Jones is the guy who runs all that. Uh, he does Sound Air and he does he books bands and stuff, but he gets killer stuff in there, dude. I know Lathe is about to do another there's album the, release. Yeah, that's the Maple Grove. The 20th of October. Yeah. So, so. I mean, like, that's what we need. I think, you know, these there's a lot of these places that are closing down, man. Um, but they, new ones open up. You know, that that's that, it's, a, it's a process. It's like a recycle process that happens. And sometimes I think maybe it's a location that suddenly doesn't location work anymore. Location huge. Yeah, you know, and then a new one opens up in a location that will work. And I'm hoping that that's kind of what we're starting to see. Some, like the Sly Fox really kind of sucked. You know what I oh, mean? I dude. mean, that sucked. You know, I was like, really? Them? That was I mean, like. Yeah, I mean, that was like, like, I know we used to go there all the time. We used to see a lot of bands at the Sly Fox. It's a cool place. It's got a good sound system. Awesome. You know, that's where we discovered Bessemer Saints. Um, speaking of that, I know this is, tonight there's a good show at uh, San, what's it called? The, the one that, what's the one that, uh. Armstrong does the sand trap. The sand trap. It's free oh. show. Uh, Sun the sky tonight for free up at the sand trap. That's a good band. Real good band. I got a couple of their uh, songs I just put into the new music meltdown. Oh, yeah. That's a real good band, dude. Like, like, Juan's a great singer. See, this is what I mean. This this town, dude, they have guys like Juan Ricardo in it, dude. This guy's got like, un- like ridiculous chops. Ridiculous. And he's in like six bands. And th- that's what's making this so fun with. With our scene, and, and of course, back to, I get so much music. It's, I I want to tell bands just to kind of, in their emails, submission emails, just let me know where you're from, just so I know. Not that I don't want your. Oh, you're from here. I'm not gonna. I'm gonna snub yeah. you. Yeah, no, no. I want everybody. Like you said, if it's great, 
we're playing it. But the local scene, just because we're in it, and maybe a lot of because of a lot of our friends are in it in these bands, yeah. you know, and seeing what they're doing and going to these shows, I said it, it's infectious, and you want to push it on other people because once they start hearing this stuff, because you don't hear waste of space from bitter Bessemer uh, Saints, you, you know, you don't know that killer song. That song is awesome. Like a lot of their music, you'll never hear it. Yeah. You know, like, uh, who was I just talking? Oh, guy at work. You know, you know, you get this a lot. I don't know if you get this yet. I'm sure you do, but we've been getting it forever. Oh, you guys, you're doing a podcast. Oh, are you going to, are you, you know, like the, 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 the whole cynical, you know, condescending thing that these people do, you know, oh, you're going to make a million dollars. Oh, are you going to be Howard Stern? Oh, isn't that great? Oh, you know, that kind of stuff. You want to sock them in the chops, you know, and stuff like that. And I always say like, you know, it's, it's, it's not because of that that you do things. No. You know, people do things for a lot of different reasons. Do, when people work out, do they think they're going to be Olympic athletes? Is that why they work they out? They want to be like Arnold. They just want, yeah, is that what they think the outcome is going to be? No. <laughs> they do it because, you know, like we're, we're, that's not what this is about. You know what I mean? This is about something completely different. Believe me, this isn't about fame and riches. No. <laughs> no, we're not going to make a million dollars doing this. Let it, me touch on that. Go ahead. My aunt told me, which she was probably the first singer of the Forceful Entry Band, and uh, she told me that if you're doing in this business to make money, unless you're huge, you're not going to have a good time. You're not going to enjoy yourself. But That's if you're point. in it for the entertainment, then you're in a gold mine because you'll always be entertained. There will always be something new, and there's always going to be more fun around the next corner just to go out. And do and have. I mean, it's absolutely. It's you, you constantly find new stuff. Well, the thing that's crazy, dude, is that you pay for fun. That's what you do in life. Like absolutely. you actually go to work so that you can pay for fun. That's kind of how life works, right? I mean, like that's kind of how it works. So when you're in a band and stuff like that, you know, you try to make money doing these things and you're trying to earn something or try to get some of your money back at least, but you're paying for fun. It's kind of what you're doing. And what I was going to say is, you know, when you're doing all this stuff and you get all these condescending people, oh, oh, oh. the bottom line is this. I, I told this guy, I go, you know, Bruce Springsteen. I go, he's local somewhere. In New Jersey, that's a local musician. Yeah. Not, okay? Like, that guy came from, and there was somebody at one point who told Bruce Springsteen, oh, what are you going to do? You know, you're going to be a rich and famous rock star. Somebody told him that one time and, and made fun of him. And because they do it to everybody, there's always that person in, uh, there to tell you that. You know what I mean? And it's like these local bands that are coming out right now that we're, I'm listening to. I'm telling you, they're every bit as good as every other fucking band that's out Absolutely. there. Absolutely, they're every bit as good. Not every one of these bands. Not every one, but some. <laughs> but, of but there's a lot of them. There's a lot of them. And and you know, you got bands like Bittersweet. You got bands like Trust, Bessemer. It's just a couple. I don't want to like leave everyone out, and get, but I'm just saying, there's a couple bands that are out there right now that are on the rise. They're, you know, they're doing good things. They're on the rise. Uh, they like Alethea, who stays relevant, keep putting stuff out, and it's always killer. You know, I mean, but you got to listen. You can't. Well, you can't go in there with this attitude that oh, I don't. Local sucks. And sometimes some songs, when you first hear them, like even with the biggest bands, you hear so stuff and you're like, yeah. But you hear it, and you listen to it more, and you listen to it more, and it really, you hear stuff that you didn't 
hear when you first listen to it. And yeah. as you listen to it and it grows on you or whatever, the next thing you know, you're like, you can't wait to hear this stuff. Yeah, a lot of songs are like that. I mean, that's how most songs get you. You know, very seldom does a song grab you that first time and you're just like blown away by it. And when it does, you're like, wow, you get goosebumps in the whole bit, you know. If you're really into music, that's how it affects you. Um, all right, so what what are you what are you thinking? Are you, what, what's what goes on after? Are you going to be getting more people in? Do you want to get more guys onto the onto the station? You know, it would be cool to have uh, everything filled, but at the same time, do you need all of that? Yeah, it'd, it'd be nice to have several. And and obviously, with Chris doing his West Coast show, um, he he's tries, the Viking. That's the he's Viking. The Viking, and uh, he tries to get a lot of South. So- SoCal, you know, artists and bands, because he's in a couple bands himself, so oh. he knows a lot of people. And actually, you know, he's in with the Dirtbag guys, like Doug Smith. He's part owner of Dirtbag, and uh, he's a bass player from Quar, another San Diego band that just came back from Japan doing a tour. Um, he's friends with all those guys, so he's doing a lot of their music. And, of course, not just keeping it there, but bringing out everything. Just like, you know, sending new, new music, I'm trying to push as much as I can with, with all of them. But, you know, the more DJs and even just podcasts. I got other people that are just doing, like, their little interviews. You know, I would air that stuff. You know, we could set, set that kind of stuff up also. So, you know, I'm the more the merrier pushing the scene. I mean. Yeah, I'm, the more I'm content, not, obviously, is it makes the station a little bit better as long yeah. as it's good content, right? I mean, as long got as. It, yeah, good content. And obviously, that's a matter of opinion with some people. Oh, yeah, you course, can't please everybody. But, uh, you just can't please everybody. Yeah, There's no, but, it's, it's impossible. But stuff like that, yeah. I, I'd love to continue. And uh, there are still leads out there. But as you know, this is a lot of work doing this yeah. on top of everything else. Yeah, everything's work. There's no, there's no easy thing to do. You can't just go in there and go blah 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 blah. And it's done. Everything requires planning and work and money. <laughs> Anyways, all right, we're out of time. All right, thanks for coming down, man. No, oh, yeah. I appreciate it. This was a good time, dude. It was a good a lot time. of fun, man. It was a good time. Hell yeah, dude. And uh, basically, you can catch you live every morning. Rockstar Radio. You gotta download the app. It's not hard to do. It's just like downloading the Walmart app. And and you and you. From 6 to 7.30. So everybody's got a job, hopefully. And you get up, and you're fucking getting ready for work. And you're, what are you going to do? You're going to watch the weather again? You're going you're gonna to listen to that freaking WMMS before r- stupid Rover comes on? No. Talking, You're going to put on talking. some freaking rock star radio. It's all heavy shit. You're playing good music in the morning, too. It's like, you know, if you usually seem like you wake up in a pretty good mood. Like, you know, you, you, you get your coffee. You're in a pretty good mood. A lot of people aren't morning I've people. I've always been that way. Yeah, that's good. I wake up, and that's I'm... Good. My wife wakes up and she wants to kill somebody. I wake up, I'm super happy. Yeah, and then you, and then that replays at 4:20 in the afternoon. You do a replay of that specific show, and then my show comes out Thursday night, seven o'clock. Thursday, uh, level up Thursday live. It starts at seven, goes till ten o'clock. It's two hours of local in the front half. The last hour is whatever the fuck I feel like, like you said. And then uh, basically, there's a replay the next morning at nine a.m. and then Saturday night at nine p.m. and then it replays a bunch of other times. Yes, and then it's in rotation every 50, like I said, every fifty songs. Right now we have seven, seven shows, live shows during the week. So. And of course, the new music meltdown, which yeah. is awesome. And then, and you keep tunes in a rotation, also and, the, and to then, fill and everything with, and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, and then the rotation is just sweet, all you know, Pantera, Metallica, Megadeth, yeah. Maiden. I mean, you name it. The basic Sacred greats. Sacred Reich. I mean, it's 
it's all in there. And of course, there's some classic rock stuff in there too because yeah. you got to include the, you know. The well, we it's, it's it's because it's still based on what you love. And it's yeah, it, 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 still, it still has an element of that, right? So there you go. Sure. All right. That does it for us. All right. Mr. Fedor, Boss Fedor right here, Rockstar Radio. Make sure you get your app. Listen to Level Up Thursday Live every Thursday night at 7 o'clock. And get your morning duke every morning at 6. Everybody's got time for the morning duke. Yep. All right. (laughs) That's it for us. And we'll see you guys next week. This has been Level Up Cleveland. There's a new episode every week. Available now on all streaming services. You can catch every episode of Level Up Cleveland on YouTube. Till next week, rock on. That'll be fine.